0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91
1: oh, he's always good. He was always good in the media as a player and he's been very generous with his time. After his playing days, it's Blake Ashford. Blake, you want to be glass half full, glass half empty, or should we just talk about the other aspects of the NRL?
0: Oh, other aspects if you want. But I know, Ke- I know what Kemp is after. He's after some stuff. He's someone i <laughs> just said he had the fire extinguisher next to him just to put him out. So <laughs> might Cut. as well get into
2: it. Yeah, mate. What What do you. Look, I, uh, I've i been thinking about a question for you all night, Blake. You've been there, mate. You've been there, you've been there at the West Tigers. You've been at the Warriors when similar things have happened. Tell us what's going on in your mind.
0: Oh, look. It's just inconsistency, really, when you think about it. I mean, the weekend. I just think, you know, like, like that storm loss was bad and then we bounce back and then we have... A, it's just, they've got to string some win, wins together. I mean, they would have had some hard truths. I know there's a lot of shade being thrown at Nathan Brown at the moment. I think on the weekend, I don't so much know what Nathan Brown could have done. For me, um, look, because we expect so much from Shawnee Johnson because we know what he can do and the potential that he has, I thought on the weekend we really needed him to take control of the game. And um, that's where we fell down. And um, going forward, look, I still think they're going to be all right. I know, Kempi, you know, you might not think so. And a lot of others might think uh, that they're going to miss the eight. Um, look, I still think they have the team to do it. And I think they will be there.
2: Mate, just on the Sean Johnson stuff, let's let's pick that up. Like, let's say he doesn't fire, mate. Let's just say he doesn't fire. What, what do you do? Like, where do you go to if you're, you know, you've got a hooker that is not going to take you to the finals, let's be brutally honest. And then you've got a you know a halfback like Sean Johnson that doesn't fire or fires every second week. What do you do? Like, where do you go to? Can you see anyone in that team that can step up if they have to make that change?
0: Um, personally, I, I don't think so. I think if they do, if Sean doesn't the fire, then it all comes back onto the, the forwards. I think we've seen Matt Lodge have a better game on the weekend. He was outstanding that first half. Um, I think him, Adam and Jazz, Josh Curran coming back, I think those forwards are really going to have to step up and probably win a lot of the games for us. Um, I I think Shawnee, we know he's not going to be that stepping player and that person. You might see it once every now and then. But the thing that was, I suppose, disappointing on the weekend was for a halfback that we believe, and we know, has so much potential and he's been in NRL for so long, he should have taken that game and done, I think, what we, what the Warriors fans thought we brought him back for, and that was just direct the game around and really stand up and be the leader of the team. Um, well, I I don't have an answer for if Shawnee doesn't fire what we're going to do because I think he's the one, if we have to make the semis, he's the one that's got to be the director. He's got to lead the team everywhere. I think a lot of it, unfairly or not, but you know what it is, mate. When they win, the halfback gets all the glory and when they lose, <laughs> it usually comes back to the star player as well. So, um, look I think it's all on him really
1: well you look at the other high paid players at the club um, the two big boys they're doing well, they're playing well I think Fanua Blake especially and, and look, Matt Lodge they are trying in the, in the middle when you kind of get into these ruts and you know that people are talking about you externally Blake and you don't obviously you don't try to read it who do you look at? Like, Do you look at your mates in the team to lead forward do you look at the coaches, do you look at a CEO, an executive member of the club for a bit of positivity Like, where do you start looking?
0: No, you go straight to, to your teammates. Um, look, as much as, you know, the coaches, or has been a coach, and he knows as much as, you know, your game plan and do all the motivational speaking and try to get the boys' minds right, you can only do so much. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to those 13 players or those 17 players that take the field on the, on the weekend. So, look, they, I said after the Melbourne game they were going to have some, you know, a couple of video sessions and have some hard truths. Um, I think they they did that, but look, it's going to be even worse after that one on the weekend. So I think they've just got to look at each other. And I, look, I honestly do think that they have the potential to bounce back and make this top eight and go on a run so that when they do come back to New Zealand, they're in that they've won one or two, maybe three games.
2: Gee, I hope we all, you know, we can see that because I know the importance of that going into this July 3rd game. Um, like when you are just say you're saying stuff like you know there's, there's hard truths need to be spoken about you know and Nathan Brown came out after the the Melbourne game said there was you know they weren't going to watch the video we're just going to get on as a short um, turnaround. they get this win against Canberra on a on a Matt Lodge dive and then show up and play the way that he did against Cronulla with eleven men what do you think is being said behind um, closed doors but more importantly. Why is the reaction to those home truths um, not, not being followed through?:
0: Oh, that's a great. That's a great. You know, everything we study can be it's just speculation, I suppose, here. Um, they have those, those meetings and things in private for a reason. Um, I'd say there'd be, you know a lot of people being told what they don't want to hear. Um, but for me, like some of the efforts on the weekend, I think that if they didn't look at the Melbourne Storm game, they'd definitely have to look at the game on the weekend. Because even that last try where mm. Nakora was held, and then one of the boys, uh, I think Vialia just went out like because he got hit in the throat and dropped off the tackle.
2: Keystone like, You need to. He,
0: he, you had him. You had him wrapped up. You just need to stay there. It's just thinking about other things instead of what's important at the moment. Um, look, I I don't know what they're going to say to each other, but um, I'm hoping whatever it is that, you know, they're coming out this weekend and the weekends um in advance and just yeah, digging down and biting on the mouse guard and having a crack.
2: If you if you do get a chance to have a look at that um that final play where Nakura um Nakura goes down the right side, he he runs into three players Villier gets cops a an elbow around the throat area, falls off and then Reese Walsh shoots in and he gets cramped just before he steps in to make the tackle on oh, Nico Hines who throws that ball back on the inside. That sort of to me, Blake, sums up what we're actually talking about, which is uh, getting down and dirty um, in the trenches and making sure that you plan for that that bloke next to you and, and that eighty minutes. In your in your honest opinion, Blake. In your honest opinion, Uh-oh. what do you think, if anything, Nathan Brown can bring to the side before July third? Um, look, uh,
0: I, I, I I do think that he's got the team. To do it. So we don't know. I, I don't know his coaching structure. structure I know you don't. I don't think anyone else does either. Um, look, I think he'd just bring the boys together, hopefully. They're, they're over there together at Redcliffe. I'm just hoping that Nathan Brown gets the boys together, um, sort of puts a rocket, out of, rocket up them, firstly, and then, um, you know, they, they dig down and work hard because a lot of it is going to be working hard to get out of it. So I know it's a bit of a cliche answer, can be, but um, in my opinion, I think you've got to get them working hard and probably spray a couple of boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, you, and then we'll see, and then we'll see what happens. And yeah, you, you make the best point, to be honest, Blake we're always kind of guessing, aren't we? Like, you don't actually know how players and a certain individuals, unless you're in the team where you've played with exact people, you don't necessarily know how they react to different types of coaching. So, like, from that point of view, it's it's all kind of guesswork. But what we do see is we actually see the performances and the way the players react on the field in their 80 minutes. And I think that's where a lot of fans are probably being despondent. Do you think that the Rabbitohs game can be, like, you are You are glass half full, you still think they're an eight a top eight side... Do you think if they can't bounce back like they did against the Raiders after the Storm game this weekend against the Rabbitohs, then you'd be worried?
0: Um, Personally, for me, it's still... They've won these games like the Raiders games. When it comes down to the top eight at the end of the year, you know the Warriors are going to be in that probably 7th to 12th position where there's going to be two points or they're going to be equal and try and uh, it's going to be four and against that comes down to it. Um, for me, like that Raiders game, they needed that. This South game's a worry for me because of how South played against the Broncos. So South's are sort of in the same boat of the Warriors as, look, we need to to bounce back and win. So I think it's going to be a, a close match. Um, I, I'm not going to be fully worried. I know some people might be. Uh, I think this might be a game where they they need to win. Or the next couple, they need to win. Just because those close games, like these ones that can go either way, are the ones that are going to matter um, at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, well they've got the um, they've got the Tony Kemp uh, N- Knights game on the 28th of May in the next couple, so that'll be good. Blake, it's been great to catch up with you, mate. You you are honest and you do your best um, trying to wade through it for us, so we really appreciate it, mate. And it's uh, you got to get stuck right in. Not, we can't really turn away and sh- sh- uh, shine a blind eye, can we?
0: No nah, mate, I enjoy the time with Kempi. I know I've come in a little, you know, not not full on. I know Kempy wanted me to. He really wanted me to go hard at someone. But hey, um, I've done my best, and uh, it's good talking to you, lads.
2: Yeah, just jump on your surfboard down and pop a mile, mate, and I'll do the hard work up here, okay? <laughs> Sweet, mate.
1: Shot, Ace. <laughs> yeah, Blake Aishman, He knows your tricks, Kempi. and I, I don't. It's not this. It's not about Blake laying into someone, but not at all. He makes the point we don't actually know how the players are reacting to the exact coaching, and he doesn't know that we don't know the coaching structure and how it exactly works and who's got who, which responsibility. But there's a couple of good ticks here. Um, Kimpi on ECNZ at the start of the season, you were asked by Beaver, are the Warriors going to win this year? His answer: We are going to do the best we can. Wrong answer. Remember when you guys asked the Phoenix captain Ollie Sale, can they win? And he said yes. From that moment, you knew. We were still going down this path of insanity yet again.
2: Yeah, well, the difference was that I'm not out there playing, <laughs> and I like I like Ollie. I like his um, his questioning and try the best we can at the beginning of the year. You know, that's all you can ask for. You know what I mean? Re- reality the reality bites when the season kicks off. No, no one begin. No, no one's going to remember the beginning of the year. They're going to start to remember what happens between now and Origin, and they're definitely going to start to to. Um, push the boat out post origin. So, what Blake saying is really interesting because he's what he's. You know, if you're looking at the if you're looking at the ladder between sixth and thirteenth, there's four points in it. Yeah, but there's six six seven teams in it. You know what I mean to make the make the the top two, and it's going to and, and like you said, everyone knows it comes down to four and against. So, you wouldn't want to be stuck in that situation come the back end of the year. Absolutely
1: not. How about this? 0800 150 That's the Kennard's higher phone line. Rabbitoh's Dragons Knights. Let's just break it into three. Let's go work in threes here. If Blake is right and the glass half fall approach prevails, how many of these games do the Warriors win in the next three? And they let, let's not sugarcoat it. The, the Raiders game was turgid. They won, but it was a bad game. So that was off the back of the storm. Coming off the back of this performance. Can they get up against the Rabbitohs? Then what happens against the Dragons? And then what happens against the Knights? 0800 150 Someone break it down for me. Kempi's going to answer after this. We've also got a great text here from big-time listener Ryan. We'll get into that before. Paul Emoari from the TAB. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings, everyday night. When making
0: the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.